On this episode of the Hockey Docs Podcast, find out what the heck we were up to all summer. Meet Maple Leafs super collector Mark Farah and hear from Leafs great Ron Ellis about playing two decades at Maple Leaf Gardens. Welcome to the Hockey Docs Podcast. I'm Angela Bell and I'm here with my partner in crime, Aaron Bell. <laughs> Welcome back from our summer hiatus. We actually were working pretty hard on some Hockey Docs stuff all summer long, but we were not podcasting. Why not? We were busy. We were busy. We were so busy. And we were away, so it was kind of hard to do it away, I guess, because yeah. we had this set up in our office. So Yeah, exactly. And we knew we had some really great things to talk about coming this fall, and now we do. Yeah, so it's really exciting, so... Got lots of podcasts coming your way. Yes, exactly. So we launched Hockey Docs with this brand new series called The Collectors. What the heck's that all about? Oh, amazing hockey collections yeah. that these people have. It's oh. it's incredible. So we're actually starting with the original six teams. Yeah. And we started in Toronto with a gentleman named Mark Farah, whose collection, like, my jaw's still on the floor. It was so, incredible. Yeah. yeah, it really was. So so our friend Charles Warburton, he lives in London, and he's a collector and a, and a dealer. He works with a, does a lot of autographs and uh, really cool um, collectible art and things like that. And so we reached out to him and said, hey, who could we talk to? Who do you know that has a really great collection of hockey memorabilia that maybe we can talk to? So one of the first people he pointed us to was Mark Farah. So we set up, went to uh, went to spend some time with him, go visit his house. It's this kind of regular suburb in Brampton. And uh, we go in the house, we go down in the basement, and you're right, just jaw-dropping. It was absolutely overwhelming. We knew, like Charles said, hey, this guy's got a really unbelievable basement. And so we thought, okay, what are you going to get there, right? And it was just absolutely incredible. And that was just the first room. <laughs> and then we went into the second room and then the third room. Yeah, yeah. jerseys yeah. and sticks and skates and just, it was so so much memorabilia. He had some pieces there from Maple Leaf Gardens, like the visiting team bench. And he had um, the banners, a couple of banners, like the retirement banners for George Armstrong hanging in his basement. Like he just had this. And that incre- big picture, oh. that six foot picture. Yeah, of yeah. old time sort of Stanley Cup champion, yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs. One of the things that really stood out to me, though, when we were talking to Mark is he was very humble about it. He he knew he had an amazing collection. He's had players come to his house to see the collection. And he was very humble about it. But you could tell he took a lot of pride in kind of helping preserve that history of the he, Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was very proud of it. And he does it because of his passion for the game and for that team and just the memories that he has spent there watching the games. Yeah. One of the things we wondered about going into this is what makes somebody want to collect like that at that level? To put it in perspective, you'll see it if you see the series or even see the trailer. You're going to see the some of the collection that he's got there. Um, dozens of game-worn jerseys, sticks. Unbelievable. That stick rack, I still can't believe what was in that. Wayne Gretzky stick, like the old white Titan Wayne Gretzky stick. He had Dave Keon sticks, Frank Mahovlich sticks, Wendell Clark sticks, Doug Gilmore. Like, it looked like the stick rack of kind of the all-time team type of thing. It was just incredible. So we're like, what makes you, what makes you tick? Why do you do this? And we found out pretty quick from, from Mark that, you know, that time when he was a kid going to Maple Leaf Gardens with his dad and going to games, 
that's something that he really treasures. And that's a memory that he's really, really holds on to. And I think that was a big part of why he still collects this stuff today. Oh, definitely. And he talked a little bit about that in the actual episode about where they went for dinner and when the organ music came on, like what their kind of tradition was there and that they even continued that when they went to a game recently. Yeah, so. it was. So here's a little clip from Mark and we'll let you hear it a little bit in his own words as well. Um, you know, as a young kid, I even remember um, the simplicity of the, of the score clock and the fact that the, the, the clock would have like Mickey Mouse type hands that would come up and actually start clapping to get the crowd going. Um, in today's technology, that would be something that people would just laugh at. But back then, uh, it was phenomenal. And, uh, you know, just many memories of going down to the games with my dad and um, watching the games at home with my dad were phenomenal. Um, and then it became the street hockey time, right? When you go out and, and you'd literally have to be as close to home uh, until your parents will call you in for dinner. And so you always tried to be, you know, a player uh, from that era, whether it was Russ Courtnell for me in the 80s, Wendell Clark in 1985 became the one that uh, uh, really stuck close to me. Um, and, and just the style that he played and, and the way that he brought his, uh, his lunchbox to the, to the arena every single night was something that I found outstanding. Um, so, you know, you, you took a love for the game. Um, you took a bit of a, a beating from your friends at school and stuff because you were a Maple Leaf fan. And back in the Harold Ballard days, it wasn't exactly something that a lot of people were proud of. Here's the Montreal Canadiens winning Stanley Cups in 86, 93. Um, you know, and, and the Maple Leafs just couldn't, couldn't get close to that. So we heard him mention some great names from the past, Russ Cortnell, Wendell Clark. He had some beautiful Wendell Clark jerseys, game-worn jerseys there. They were they were nice. He had that one, to me, is the the Wendell Clark jersey with the blue stripe down the sleeve and the 17, of course, and the A on the, on the chest. And just you could see that kind of history there. Man, it was like it just brought back for me even so many memories. Yeah, I bet you that fight strap's been repaired quite a few times too. <laughs> no kidding, yeah. <laughs> Um, he had some cool, other cool things in there. Um, the net. How about the net? That was oh, pretty awesome. Oh, the net. That was so cool. He he got a phone call, and this is in the film as well, but he got a phone call that this gentleman had Johnny Bauer's net. Yeah, that from he, Columbus. Yeah, that he net-minded for years. And they had taken the netting off and had that netting inside, but the the rest of the net was outside. And it was starting to just fall apart. So he had rented a a truck to go down and he got the net and brought it back and did a full restoration. And the thing that I got from it was when you put the netting back on and in the back of the net, there's a heart shaped hole that yeah. I thought was really cool. That was cool. Kind of like a Hollywood ending there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty neat. And what about the barber chair that he had? Yeah, that was really cool. Eh? And yeah. tell me, what, what was that? What did he say that was? It was back in the days of Con Smythe and Con Smythe wanted his players to be very clean cut yeah. so this chair was the actual barber chair where the players got their hair cut <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> crazy the people yeah. that sat in that chair uh, i know years, if that right? chair could talk oh. <laughs> <laughs> it probably shouldn't yeah probably not <laughs> yeah some of the stuff that he had there it was like that kind of thing like one it's one thing like it's one of one there's no others of that right yeah it was pretty incredible the jerseys, the sticks. He had a puck that was Gordie Howe's last goal at Maple Leaf Gardens. He had, he had this stick that was Andy Bathgate from 
the 60s, the Stanley Cup goal-scoring stick that was autographed by the whole team. Like, um, But also a lot of current stuff. He had like some Mitch Marner skates and gloves. He had a lot of Austin Matthews. He was a huge fan of Austin Matthews and kind of had some a little bit of connection with him. He was telling us a little bit about being at the draft in Buffalo. And uh, Austin Matthews gets picked and stands up. And, and Mark's there actually taking a photo. And you see that in the clip. And then you know, being in some of the clips, the highlight reels of when Matthews scored goals. But he had some really cool pieces from Matthews as a Leaf, but even from before he was with the Leafs as well. Yeah, he had uh, some jerseys from when he was with the ZSC Lions in Switzerland and yeah. had his hockey bag that yeah. said ZSC on the side of it. So some really, cool. really cool stuff. So we encourage you, of course, to go and, and check out the series. Reeling back the clock a little bit as well, uh, Ron Ellis was obviously a, a great Maple Leaf and is included in Mark's collection. And we had a chance to talk to Ron Ellis a little bit about his time playing at Maple Leaf Gardens and got a chance to play there through his whole career. So here's, uh, here's Ron Ellis talking about the great Maple Leaf Gardens. Oh, well, the gardens was uh, exceptional. It was my home rink for 20 years. And with my Marley years and my Leaf years. I didn't play anywhere else. That was my home arena. So it was very special to me. Uh, and when they closed it, of course, I was thrilled that they were gonna keep the building in, intact and keep the name on the front and all of that. That was, that was quite meaningful for me. But I, I'll just go back a little bit. Um, after after uh, Mr. Imlach and Mr. Clancy came to my home when I was 14, um, before the end of that season, they invited my parents and I to come to a game at, at the gardens. And I, I was just blown away. And I'd never been in the gardens prior to that time. And we had seats right on the glass. And, uh, you know, it was just, you see it on TV, but when you, back then when you see it live, the colors and, and uh, the big dome, the white dome in the gardens, uh, it really had an really had an impact on me. And, uh, so I certainly was aware of the history of the gardens and certainly wanted to be part of that. And I was very fortunate to play my whole career in Toronto and got over a thousand games with the Leafs and we won a Stanley Cup there, I mean, in the gardens. We won a Memorial Cup in the gardens. So. Couldn't have asked for a better story. What a great story that was. He was such a great guy. I really enjoyed meeting him and, and spending some time with him, talking with him. Yeah, he was great to talk to. He works for the Hockey Hall of Fame now. We got a chance to spend a little bit of time with him on our Memorial Cup Memories series, and that was good. And so speaking of series, so as we told you already, the Collectors, first three episodes of the Collectors are, is up on HockeyDocs.com right now. Uh, so that's Toronto. That's Mark's story we were just telling you about. We also visited an unbelievable guy in Detroit that we're going to tell you a little bit about on the next show. Uh, great time in Chicago, just catching up with people with some more great memorabilia. And then obviously the others, Boston Bruins, New York Rangers, and Montreal Canadiens are all coming soon. But we've got some other series kind of getting ready to come out as well. People are always kind of like, well, what else have you got? Or what's coming? I want to subscribe, but I'm not sure what's going to be there. And it's a bit of a slower process because it's just the two of us and we're, you know, we're creating these as quickly as we can, but at the same time still having great 
you know, great value and quality in them. Uh, but what else have we got coming up on, uh, on hockey docs? Oh, we have a, another series coming up. It's called art of the mask. And so that was kind of special for me because my youngest is a goalie. So that was a, a real interest point for me to see how these, the evolution of the mask, how, yeah. how it's, it's changed and the artwork that goes into it is just amazing yeah, the way we- they do that. We got we had a chance to catch up with some of these mask painters and what goes into them, but also some of the goalies to kind of find out, you know, what did they do? And we were a little bit surprised. So we're going to tell you a little lot more about that. Uh, so, yeah, the Art of the Mask is coming up uh, later in September. We've got the first of our Behind the Bench series. So tell us a little bit about what's Behind the Bench. What's that series all about? Behind the Bench is all about these uh, great coaches that used to be players. So how they have gone from player to to coach. Some big names in that one. Dale Howardchuk, Mark Crawford, Dale Hunter, John Bruce Drews. Boudreau, John Drews. Yeah, uh, Blast from the Past with John Drews. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun series. That's coming soon. And then we also have this other series that we started to work on, and this actually came out of the collectors. We weren't really initially planning on doing it, but we've come across some really cool stories, and uh, we're calling this one My Hockey Life, and it's about people that aren't players but have found a way to spend their time in the game. And that's, for me, that's what I got to do, right, working with the Canadian Hockey League and uh, being a photographer and, and just kind of being having that opportunity to to be around the game, even though I never had the skill to play. And so we've caught up with a few other people and we've got some more that we're working on that I think people are going to really enjoy this series. Yeah. It's really, really a cool thing to see a little bit of behind the scenes. We pull the curtain back a little bit and, and introduce you to some people that, um, that have found their place inside the game. I think that's going to be really good. So subscriptions are now available. Some people have asked, well, how come I got to pay for this? We'd love to give it away for free, but um, but really we want to make this work and we want to make it work long term. And the only way to do that is for there to be some revenue so that we can keep making these great things. But people can subscribe now. So how do they subscribe? What do they do? How much does it cost? Yeah, they go to hockeydocs.com and it's it's all right there on that first page. Um, you, you have three different choices of subscriptions right now. Uh, one is $5.99 a month. The other is a yearly subscription, which is fifty nine ninety nine, or you can become a lifetime member, and that's ninety nine ninety nine, and you don't have to renew again. So for a hundred bucks, you'll be a member of Hockey Docs for as long as we make it forever. You can yeah. watch all you want. Uh, that is very limited. We're only doing a hundred of them, and that's kind of to help us get this whole thing off the ground and. Um, build the platform and and it's there now and you can go on in that but we want to add some things down the road and that's going to kind of help us do all those things and make sure people can watch it on their smart tvs and all of those kinds of things so and the one thing that we've committed ourselves to do is creating these series that we were just talking about and putting out new episodes you know every month so that people can kind of you know stay involved and stay active and and hopefully people uh, enjoy it as much as we have. Yeah. It's been a really interesting uh, ride so far and I'm looking forward to more stories and more people. The people are just so interesting that we talk to and so I've gotten so much out of it. So hopefully our audience gets the same out of it. Yeah, just some great stories about the great game, right? Yeah. And how do people um just this collector series has been a great example of that. You know, um, Felix Gad, who we're going to talk about more next week. He's the guy in Detroit. His best friends with Gordie Howe for 25 years. And, you know, the stories that he shared with us. And these people that just kind of opened up their home to us and, 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 and you know, very gracious to talk to us and spend some time with us and share their collection with us. And um, I think you're going to find that a lot with these stories. So we really hope that you uh, consider subscribing, at least keep listening, and, and hopefully you'll hear something that you get really excited about and become part of the Hockey Docs family. Mm-hmm. 
All right. As my kids like to say, make sure you like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. On Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, but especially on the website on hockeydocs.com. All right. So next time we're going to talk more about Felix and his incredible life with uh, Gordy Howe. We look forward to talking to you again. Then.